Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready for another episode of Mike Gazzola's Real Estate Investing That Works? Making money in real estate has never been easier. To get started now, go to TeachMeMike.com. Welcome. You are listening to Real Estate Investing That Works with Mike Gazzola, Episode 5. I'm Kerry Lutz, and today we're going to talk with Mike about the best deal he ever made. Mike, you made so many deals, and I know there's a lot of ways to judge a deal on the best. You could talk about return on equity. We could talk about capitalization rates, but there must be one deal that sticks in your mind as the best deal you ever made. You got one in particular? I do. So when I'm looking at what the best deal is, it's not so much the deal I made the most money on. It's not necessarily the deal that was the quickest time to close. It's a combination of everything. To me, the best deal I ever made was the best deal because not only did I make a massive amount of money on the property, but it was also very easy, meaning it was easy for me to purchase it. It was easy for me to close on it. So there's a property in upstate New York. All I did was just one of the several things I teach you to do, which is run an ad in the local newspaper. I ran an ad. And I was able to pick up a property. They called me and I purchased a property in the university district for $2,000. Now, when I sold the property, I sold it for $49,995. So just shy of $50,000. But what makes that property unique was it needed about $8,000 in repairs. And it was so easy because the seller contacted me. We made a deal. I purchased it for $2,000. I then did exactly what I teach you to do, sending the crew in there, had it remodeled cost-effectively. Like I said, I put about $8,000 into it, and the property ultimately resold for $50,000. And I didn't have to worry about using realtors, attorneys to close it, title companies. What I did was I simply ran an ad in the paper. I was able to get a seller to contact me to purchase it. I put it online to a worldwide audience. That's what the key is. I purchased it competing against a very small market. But when I went to resell it, I had thousands of people from all over the world clicking on the property. I'm not just a real estate investor, I'm an internet marketer, and that's what I show you how to do. To me, that's the best deal I ever made because I only tied up $2,000 to do it. I've made bigger profits and I've spent more time on properties, but in and out took me less than two months, less than $10,000 total investment, and resold it for $49,995. Was this one early on in your career? It was. So this was probably flip, I would say, 120. I've since bought and sold over 380 properties, but this one always stuck out in my mind 
because of how easy it was for me. It's, it's certainly not my biggest profit. I've made much bigger profits, but I also tied up more money and I tied up more of my time. So to me, it's not just how much money you make on a property, it's how quick were you in and out and ultimately what was your total investment required to purchase that property? You made about a 400% profit in two months. Gee, if you could do that six times a year, 2,400% profit, but that's not practical, right? That's right. I mean, you're asking me about my best deal and sure, I bought, geez, I mean, probably 40, 50 properties for under $10,000 in my whole life. But this one really stands out in my mind because you see, you're probably wondering, how did you buy it for $2,000? Well, let me explain. So the reason I got it for $2,000 is because it had what's on it called housing code violation. Now, a lot of people, they think, well, why would you want to buy a property with housing code violation? Well, that was actually used as leverage to me because when the seller wanted me to purchase the property, it had housing code violations, but the the violations were paint, hanging gutter, things I was going to do to the property anyway, things that were necessary to remodel the property anyway. So to me, the fact that it had housing code violations, what that did was that just put the leverage on the seller because that was the bottom line. They didn't have the funds to repaint it, to put new gutters, do exactly what the city wanted done to the property. So what they did, they inherited this property. I ran an ad in the paper and they called me desperate to get rid of the property. I said, listen, you know, I'm going to have to put a big chunk of change into this property, so I can't give you any more than $2,000, but I'll close it within a couple days. And that's exactly what I show you guys how to do. You know, so they said, no way, I'm not going to sell it to you for $2,000. We hung up. They called me back 15 minutes later after they realized they might have been able to sell it, say, for $15,000 but they would have had to pay minimum commissions to the real estate agent as the buying agent, the selling agent. They would have had to pay closing costs, a real estate attorney, and it would have taken them 30 days to close the property. And the city was on their back to get this property rectified. So it's what I call the perfect storm. So I was able to step in, give them $2,000, close it within just a couple days, That's what I show you guys how to do, how to do this cost effectively and cut out all these middlemen. They were really desperate to get rid of this property. It was nothing but a headache. It's kind of the ultimate inheritance that you just want no part of. In fact, if they had had the opportunity and a smart lawyer, they could have rejected that inheritance and just let it go to the state. You know, and that if they knew to do that, they probably would have done that because, you know, when you're in these cities that are blue collar areas, a lot of times there's an older population there. And what happens is the older folks that love living in the cities, they die off. And then now their nieces, nephews, children, grandchildren inherit the property and they really want nothing to do with it. They're not real estate investors. They don't have the funds to fix it up. So what they do is, you know, a little hundred dollar ad in the in the weekend paper sometimes pays off, you know, a hundredfold when you tie up such a small investment to run the ad. And that's just one of the methods that I teach you is just running a simple ad in the local paper and you're probably thinking you know you know who reads the newspaper anymore well these kind of folks do you know people that don't really have a lot of options and they just want out of the property like you said they would have probably rejected the inheritance had they known i remember one real estate course i took uh, they're what you call a don't wanter (laughs) that's right they no matter what they did not want that property So I was virtually a hero coming in, getting it out of their name real quickly. 
And then ultimately, I made the massive profit because of not because I'm a skilled guy, but because I have a process for these things. I have a process for taking any property and as long as there's profit there and as long as it makes sense for me to spend my time and energy on it, it's going to be, if I'm going to do that, I need to make a massive amount of profit because otherwise it just doesn't make sense. If they would have wanted ten, twelve thousand dollars I would have passed on it because there's more of these deals that are out there. It's just how much time do you want to tie up in exchange for tying up less money? You could tie up more money and then typically you won't have to paint it and do the gutters and remodel it, but you'll end up paying more for the property. So what do they say? Pay now or pay later? I prefer just to get the property really cheap because I know exactly what to do with any property to make a profit. You don't think this property is unique? You think there's other ones out there like this that you just have to know where to look? Well, sure. You know, I'll give you another quick example. And that same university, you see, even if I'm in blue collar areas, I love the university areas. It's like its own micro economy within maybe a depressed economy. But these university areas, you're always not just students. I don't really rent to students, but there's an entire support staff. When you have 10,000 students at a university, there's a massive support staff that needs to support that. And those are the people that I like to get involved with, not just renting to them, but ultimately reselling to them. So I'll give you another example. There was a property just two streets from the university. And I used another method, which is to simply send out letters. So if there's an area that I like, I'll spend the 44 cents and I'll mail out a letter just saying, if you're interested in selling your property, give me a call. Well, I did that again and I paid about $13,000 for a property that was in much better shape. So I was willing to pay more for that property because of the fact I didn't have to do so much remodeling to it. I sold that one too for $49,995, so just shy of $50,000, tied up thirteen, dollars and probably put three dollars or $4,000 into the remodel, but I was in and I was out. So the cost of a postage stamp, well, not exactly because I sent out 200 of them, but so what's 200 times the $0.44? Cents? And I would do that periodically. About 100 bucks or so. That's right, yeah. I mean, $100 in marketing, but what happens is you mail them the letter. Now you're in the position of power rather than a position of weakness because they're calling you to sell you that property. So now you're able to make a solid offer based on what you what you want to make because my money's made when I purchase a property. So I'm only going to make an offer that I know I'm going to come out of it way ahead of the game. Because if I'm not way ahead of the game, I'm simply not going to buy the property. Would have uh, been smart for them to buy your course rather than selling it to you. And they would have done as well as you, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that's a good point. You know, a lot of the people, it's just, it's not that they don't have a good product. It's they just have the lack of knowledge. You know, to some people, real estate investing is scary. That's why I like to take it step by step and show anybody whether you're just learning or you're a seasoned veteran, I like to show these strategies and techniques that have generated several million dollars for me and my family. It's not that I'm a talented guy, it's that I have a process, I have a technique. And that technique could be transferred to any one of you. Obviously, all of these deals, when you talk about them, you've got them all documented, don't you? That's right. I've shown it to you. I have two massive six-inch binders that show the hundreds of transactions I've done. And it shows the fact that I never lost money on a single one. And that's why I have those binders. And that's why I showed them to you. Because I want people to see with their hands and with their eyes 
that these deals are real, that they're out there, that anybody could do this. It's amazing that regardless what the economy is, whether we're in a recession or an economic expansion, these deals are always out there, aren't they? That's right. There's always a property out there that someone doesn't know what to do with it. You know, some of these blue collar areas, it just kind of stays stagnant. There is no big real estate boom. There is no real estate bust. Some areas it goes up like a spike, but it drops just as fast. But the great thing about these techniques is it's virtually impossible to lose money if you buy a property right. See, your money is always made when you buy. So if you know how to buy properties and you're able to selectively choose which ones you want, there's such an abundance of properties out there. There's millions of foreclosures that are out there right now. If you know how to find them, you can capitalize on them. One other thing and it bothers me is what if this property had termites or mold? How would you have handled that? You know, I bought a property with a, with a lot of termites in it before. And it cost me about $900 to have a termite guy go out there, give me a two-year warranty, kill all the termites, you know, dig the holes in the ground and bury the bait and all these things with a two-year warranty. But you get the property for that much cheaper. A $900 investment on getting rid of termites might save you $10,000, $12,000 off the purchase price of the property. Problems equal profit, if that makes sense. Because the more problems on a property, the more profit because you're able to buy the property for that much cheaper. So don't let any of those things scare you. Whatever the problem is, I show you how to find the solution. So problems equal profits in your system, huh? That's right. I mean, which might sound crazy because you're thinking, well, I don't want to buy a bunch of problems. But what if a property was worth $50,000? And just think of it like a, a, a checkbox. You know, every problem you're checking off is saving you thousands of dollars. So you end up saving $40,000 on a $50,000 property, but you spend $10,000 to rectify those things. Because it doesn't matter what you're working with. Cash is king. If you're dealing with somebody that thinks of, as, of a property as a problem or something that they don't want, or they think of it as a negative, I'm thinking of it as a positive. But at the same time, if I'm going to take on your problems, I have to make that much more money on the property because I'm taking on your problems. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And Mike, if you want to find out more about how to invest in real estate the right way, where do you go? You can go to www.teachmemike.com and you can get started today. To get started now, go to teachmemike.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.